I'm a little bit of Southern, and I'm a little bit of West Coast, and together we're the Nashville Darlings. It's episode 20! Oh, you guys sing songy. (laughs) It's episode 20, and we made it. We made it. Welcome back to another episode, episode 20 of the Nashville Darlings. Um, this is a big day for us. Um, I don't know. How are you feeling about it, Leslie? Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> yeah. I think I didn't realize it was, I mean, I knew ep- episode 20 was coming. We kind of mentioned this last week. But I think that it hit me this morning when I walked in here and I was like, oh, episode 20, like 20 weeks. I know. 20 weeks, which doesn't seem like a long time to some people. They're like, oh, it's just, you know, three and a half months. Right? Did I math that right? No, isn't it? F- That's four. It's five? Five. It's Gosh. five months. I can't math. That is five months. Yeah, wow. Five long months. I mean, of- we've almost been doing this for a year. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> That's a whole lifetime now. It really is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, five months. Five long months, too. Mm-hmm. Like, And it has been just one thing after the other, like, trying to learn. And we didn't – like, there was nobody helping us through any of this. It has been trial and error and cords and all the things around us. And so I'm really proud of us. I think we've done a great job. Yeah. Nobody taught Roxanne how to edit. She has just figured it out. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Well, thank you. And I'm proud of you, too, because you've become the the technical person. I mean, yeah, I do the editing, but I mean, you're like the technical person behind the scenes. You're like the <laughs> audiovisual guy. How many more chords <laughs> can I put in this room? <laughs> it's crazy how like if I could just explain, I'll have to take a video one day of Leslie just um, explaining to me how all the chords connect together and how we're supposed to make it synchronize with our phones and any video that we're going to do and then this brand versus this brand and like I I mean I'm in awe of of how you've figured out so much of this um and like I know though that thank goodness for like YouTube and Mm -hmm. Reddit and all that stuff. well and just watching other podcasters I think is been a big part of it because I mean, I'll just get on and like you said, and like when you're watching these podcasters on Instagram, the average person isn't looking to see what's around them, what headphones they're wearing or how they may possibly be recording. And it doesn't sound, I feel like there's no podcaster out there that like has it all together. It's all these different components like pieced together that in a way that works for them. And we've just had to figure that out. So yeah, like there was that one time, well, recently we I think we can say it like you we we both listened to Stasi's mm-hmm. um podcast and you went down a rabbit hole oh based off of kind of I don't know just watching Stasi and something you heard on the Real Housewives mm-hmm. or I don't know you went down this rabbit hole and you figured out some program that she I uses. did so I was watching the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and they were doing like a couple's like they do a marriage podcast or something like that and she mentioned the name of it, and then I start Googling it, and then I start watching Stasi's, and then I start piecing this together. And I was like, this is what they're – which is we don't use this program, and unfortunately, I don't 
know that we're going to be able to. But um, yeah, like I, I kind of pieced it all together. Yeah, and really she excited. sent me a text and she's like, I figured it out. And I was like, that's amazing. And then there's another podcast. <clears throat> I don't know if you listened to it yet, Leslie, but I listened to The Toast and um, they had shown the behind the scenes of what their podcast space looked like. And it looked no different than ours. And this is a huge podcast. They are like on like number two on the charts. And they I was like, we are doing this right. This is actually because how it everyone... feels like we're doing this really wrong. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, what are we doing? We have cords and batteries. Is there supposed to be this many cords? <laughs> and apparently there is. Good. Well, yeah. It makes me feel good. I I feel like we're we're trucking along. So, yeah. I, I mean, I hope one day we're like, oh, episode 400, you know. I know. And I think that, like, I think that's kind of what I've learned just listening to podcasts that, yes, we are still small, but we are growing. Like, we have mm-hmm. created this little followership. We get people messaging us all the time, referring to the podcast or sending us messages, like laughing mm-hmm. about something that we said. And that just makes, I don't know. It makes my day. I think you get really excited about that stuff too. We've seen our numbers creep up and I think, yeah, like probably come episode 100, we're going to be in a totally different spot. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's fun to watch it. I will say that I think some weeks it, it can be a little like, oh, yeah, we got to do this again. You know? Yeah. It's not always like super exciting mm-hmm. and you're like, one more thing I got to do. Yeah. I know you're feeling that way too. Yeah, we're we're just in a very busy season. It's a busy time um, of year. So, the fact that I think we've been consistent, I know. Like, hey, go us. Well, now we've made it a habit. Mm-hmm. It is. It's like our Thursday, well, Wednesday thing. Now all of a sudden, the day shift behind. a little bit. Well, we got behind. <laughs> we, we still we still get the episode out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, talking about episode twenty. If we want to look back a little bit on the episodes that we've done, what are some of like your favorite moments or favorite guests or favorite things that we've talked about throughout this journey? So one of mine is, um, I don't know if I shared this. Um, So my birthday, maybe it was like the week before. One of our Southernisms, we were talking about the peanut butter and mayo sandwiches. And um, Tiffany, who listens to the podcast, um, sent me a box of mayo and peanut butter yes, for my birthday. Yes. Because <laughs> I think it's disgusting. Um, but that was that was a cute moment. And then, of course, just having Annette on in that crazy mistress story I thought was really cool. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a crazy story. Um. I think having Landon on was also really cool. Yeah, like top three. Top three. Top three. Yeah. I think that that was our first, um, not to say that any other guest we've had on hasn't been, you know, hasn't taken planning and, Mm -hmm. you know, every single guest we have on, we are planning, we are trying to figure out what questions we're going to ask, we're going to try to figure out what the setup looks like, if they're coming into the studio or they're or they're not. And Landon, I think, was the first one for us where we were like, okay, 
we're going to have to do this remotely. He's in a completely other state. Like, how do we even make this work? How do we figure that out? That was so stressful. And I think the entire time I was so worried about, one, is it recording and saving? And then, two, is it going to save? That, like, I popped off that interview with him. And I was like, was I rude? Because I was so stressed out. I don't want to lose this. So, but that, that was... Yeah, another another learning moment for us. But I having know. Landon on was super cool. Yeah, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, and I have also really enjoyed um, the episodes where, like, we've brought Megan in or we brought Ashley in, you know, because I think sometimes you and me talking, it's kind of like you see each other week to week and there's only so many things that happen. right (laughs) we're like how was your weekend oh wait we just recorded two days ago just (laughs) talked about this um so it's nice to also have a guest in who can enjoy the whole episode with us and chime in on you know some of the random things that we're talking about too yeah So. so one of the reasons that we started the podcast was because we are obviously real estate agents in middle tennessee And so we wanted to start the podcast so that people who don't live in Tennessee have an idea of what it's like to live in Tennessee. And um, one of the cool reviews that we got recently was somebody out of state who was like, they've given me so much insight as to like what middle Tennessee is like. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was awesome because I think obviously we're, we're meeting our goal. Yeah. To just share the love of Tennessee with people. What it's like to live here, what the culture is like. Mm-hmm. Um, had I been able to find, I mean, not to like brag on us, but like <laughs> to brag on us. Had I found a podcast like ours before we moved here, I would have gotten a, just like, you just get a sense of like the people and the vibe mm-hmm. and the events going on and what there is to do and I mean, you and I also, we don't live in the center of Nashville. Like, we don't. We, and the brokerage is not on Broadway. You know, I think a lot of people, when they think of, like, oh, you know, that you represent the Nashville area, oh, you're, like, you're right downtown. It's not like that. We're not a bar. We're a little bit removed from Nashville, not much, but so people can also see what the small town life is like and hear about what that's like and the commuting and um and and stuff that's going on around Nashville as well you know it's kind of encompassing all of that yeah I mean when I say you know I live in Nashville and you say that to people who don't live here you're saying that because if I say well I live in Dixon they're not gonna know right like where's Um, where's that at and so but Nashville is just it's not what I think most people think it is town-wise. No. So, yeah, there are all these smaller towns that <clears throat> surround Nashville, and that's where all of the things happen. Yeah. And and we're all different. All the little towns are so different. And so I'm glad that we get to, like, share that with people because Franklin and Dixon are not the same. <laughs> <laughs> no, they are not. <laughs> you know. Although I still, I still hold true that, you know, I think Dixon – Will be has the potential mm-hmm. to be Franklin, just like we've seen Columbia has been the one that I think is the one that I think mirrors Franklin in a lot of ways and the way that the town is set up and the way it's growing. 
And if you think about other similar areas, Dixon is, I still hold true. I think it's going to be the next Franklin, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, it might end up being like the next Bellevue. A little bit more city-ish. Although, can we talk for a second about why we did not get a Tanger Outlets? Like, why did Antioch get a Tanger Outlets before the west side? Okay. So, for those who don't know, Nashville is broken up north, south, east, and west. Okay. North Nashville is very crowded, but it's very small because then it starts to hit, like, the Kentucky line. And then you have East Nashville, also very small and crowded. It's like everything bunched up in one area around the airports where our airport's located. South Nashville kind of expands. It's a little bit bigger. Um, It's Columbia, Spring Hill, Thompson Station, all of those towns. And then, of course, you have West Nashville, um, which is Dixon, Bellevue, Kingston Springs, all very small towns. But, like, we don't have anything on the west side of Nashville. So if we want to go to the mall, we have to go to southeast nashville right yeah i hope my directions are well right. southeast nashville if you want to go into like cool springs Green yeah hills area yeah. and then you have to go all the way to the east side of nashville if you want to go to um uh the opry mall yeah. mm-hmm. that big mall over there um so we just don't have anything mm-mm. unless I mean, you we- want to go to well i guess clarksville doesn't really have mm-hmm. um a mall Clarksville's where the um, army base is. The base is. So, yeah. you know, it's a lot of military. They have a lot of there. stores, yeah. but not yeah. like a mall. There's no mm-hmm. real, and there's no real mall on, I mean, we have Green Hills, kind of, but I feel like that's not really West Nashville. That's just Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I And I, it's so interesting that they chose that area. I'm wondering if just because of like, space the space but also the population because i feel like a lot of people from like murfreesboro would probably go over there because it's like Mm. that same direction um but i would think that land would be cheaper out this way well i think dylan like understand that dylan kind of said it to me if you think about kingston springs it's all rock and hilly and hilly so, like, where are they going to go? Well, like, I mean, if, if they were going to come out this far. I have 100 acres. Aqua. Where'd you say? I have 100 acres. They could anybody build wants to develop. Right off the highway. Which Literally, we're right be... off the interstate. I know. I have 100 acres for sale. Let's promote this listing. Okay, it's MLS number. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it. It's been on for so long. Um, but we keep saying that like somebody's going to come along and see this property and like want to develop it because eventually that exit, the Fairview exit is, it's got to blow up. And it was, it was during, um, COVID Fairview was really blowing up. I mean, Mm -hmm. Fairview prices of homes was the same as Franklin prices, then there's a lull now. I mean, the market's in a lull in general in a lot of ways, but they're just not like- rising the way that they were. Yeah. I also think that people realize that Fairview, even though it's Williamson County, it's like the armpit of Williamson County. It's farther. It's further out. It's, mm-hmm. it's, you're right next yeah. to Dixon. Yeah. I mean, 
there's nothing. So we were considering sending our, because we obviously have a Fairview address with our, our land. So we're like, well, we'll send our kids to Fairview schools. And then I start looking at them and comparing and they're, Dixon is no better than Fairview and Fairview is no better. I mean, they're just equal. So yeah, just because it has that County name doesn't necessarily mean. Yeah. And everybody wants to live in Williamson County. I know. I know. Well, kind of not, maybe not so much anymore. I feel like I've gotten a lot of people who are definitely, they're like, I'm way priced out. I can't even look at that area. Even with pricing the way it is right now, it's still high. I had a client say, I want to live in a rich area. Like where we live now, it's just rich. And I want to live amongst wealthy people. And I said, okay, well, here you go. Here's Franklin and Brent. Brentwood's where you want to live. If you want to live amongst wealthy people, this is where they live. And he comes back to me and he goes, oh, I can't afford that. And I was yeah, like, not that rich. <laughs> well, I don't, I mean, I don't know what else you want. So. Belmead. That may be even more expensive than Franklin. There are parts of, um, there are parts of Fairview and Dixon. There are neighborhoods that have very ritzy homes mm-hmm. beautiful beautiful mm-hmm. homes there's even in burns there's that um gated community um i think it comes down to style too though because i feel like so many people are still into the the homes that you see in franklin and brentwood you see the really modern looking homes that are going in or they're all white or it's the modern farmhouse. So funny that you say this because this girl posted in a big Photoshop group that I'm in. And she said, we just bought a home. I'm a real estate agent. She wanted something with her key to match. And I see this home. And I it, it's this modern tall and skinny. Oh. not uh, Maybe a little wider than your typical tall and skinny. Okay. Um, for California people, because I had somebody ask me, what is a tall and skinny? Yeah. It's the homes that are on very small lots that are more up than wide. Anyways, I see this picture and I was like, that has to be a Nashville house. And sure enough, I clicked on her profile and she's a Nashville real estate agent. And I was oh, like, really? I called it. <laughs> you knew. Because yeah. they all look the same now. They all look the same now. And even the these mega mansion homes that are in Brentwood that... Gosh are i guess they're modern but you know what i'm talking about they have a lot of roof pitches Mm -hmm. there's a lot of angles to them they're all the same color they're all white or like a washed out tone Mm -hmm. but these homes span a block i mean it's just massive and i don't know if you ever saw that that reel um someone had done a drive through i think it went viral they did a drive through that like brentwood one of the brentwood neighborhoods with those homes like that up on the hill and the guy in the car he was cussing i won't cuss but he was like what the f do these people do he's like this is just awful this is obscene (laughs) i what do you need a house this big for and because it's because we have a lot of kids and we need space (laughs) Well, because we want space. Yeah. Want space. I, I want the space. Uh, if someone 
if I had the opportunity to go buy one of those homes and do it in a heartbeat, I here's would. the difference though. That home in California, easily $25 million. Oh, yes. That home here, yeah. $5 million. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's so those people can afford it because li- they're they are likely not native to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. They have moved here from out of state. They're building a Tennessee home, likely working remote or traveling. They can afford it. Yeah. Or people in Tennessee <clears throat> took advantage of the real estate market when the rates were super low if they couldn't pay cash yeah. and have well-paying jobs. And that was their – because really all those homes exploded then. That's oh, when yeah. it all ca- started coming out like that. I mm-hmm. doubt that's what it looked like prior to COVID. No. Right? Like the landscape must have looked right. very different. Because – I've been in parts of Brentwood. I went to go tour that castle home one time. I don't know if you ever saw that castle home online, but it had um, stone exterior and it had like kind of what resembled turrets. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's it's in Brentwood. And I had a client that was interested in the home and I got the opportunity to go tour it. Um, but that home was old. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So it was like in one of those older neighborhoods. Um, But But I love the older neighborhoods. I do too. Because I feel like, and when you and I went walking through that Bellmead neighborhood, every home is so different, Mm -hmm. but every home has so much character and was just, every home was just beautiful. Yeah. Because it had its own character. Yeah. And I think we're, we're really lacking that. I know. Well, and I think in California too. it is a very different style of home out here. Like you have a lot of Spanish style homes all over California. You have whole neighborhoods where they're all Spanish style. They've all got those tile roofs. Um, and they, but every single one looks the same in the neighborhood. So I think coming out here, it was a breath of fresh air for people. They see the modern farmhouse. They think they have the Tennessee dream and they're like, it all goes together. It's so beautiful. And it doesn't look anything like what I've grown up with. Let me roll my eyes one more time for you. Yes, exactly. I I'm know. so tired of everybody saying modern farmhouse <laughs> custom built. Yeah. It's not custom built because it looks like everybody else's modern. Okay, all right, I'm done. I know. Or jo- Joanna Gaines style. Which she's gotten away from that too. Because mm-hmm. everybody's everybody has a white and black home with the same front. Like, it all looks the same at this point. Like, how many white and black houses can we have? Like, can we bring back the brick? I love a good brick home. The red brick? Yeah. The classic. Like, stop painting everything white. You know, my kids laughed at me because they were like, Mom, you're such a basic neutral Christmas person. And I was like, excuse me? What does that mean? Yeah, right? And I was like, excuse me? And they're like, all the lights are white. And I was like, well, because I hate colored lights. And then I have to think, like, I wonder if people choose their homes like that. Like, they're like, I just, I like classic white. So, you know, and then we're all choosing classic white and we live in this neutral world. Well, yeah, everything has gone neutral. So color is scary. If you dress Magnolia May (laughs) in. Oh, no, she's going to be in color. Okay. 
I like you know the no offense to the moms, mm-hmm. um, but they put them in all like tan and white and brown. or one shade like one of shade. something. Mm-hmm. I can't like I can't with it. Like your kid deserves color in their life, like brighten their life up. You know, oh, yeah. Okay, there's just some. There's for me. There's just some colors that I just stay away from because they're not my favorite right. colors. Like I'm not a purple person. Like if there's like a really soft lavender color, I could go for that. But like a bright purple, I have a hard time with that color. I don't I'm a own- redhead naturally, so like purple and like green are my colors. Those are the colors that look good on you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So so like my mother-in-law asked me the other day, she's like, "What colors are you dressing Magnolia in?" Um like what can I start buying and I'm like you can buy her anything like I love color I think it's great um but just don't choose like bright purple (laughs) that's my only one huh or bright orange or bright orange nobody yeah because it reminds me of Tennessee Mm -hmm. like the sports team yeah and it's awful yeah I don't like that either um okay so speaking of Tennessee you sent me something on Instagram was Instagram you sent it Facebook maybe and it was the video of y'all and all y'all. Oh, yes. And yanked. And yanked. And so it's funny because I know, I, like, I, I know that I say these words, but it's not really like obvious that it's different until you point it out to me. Mm-hmm. And so when you were like, do you say this? <laughs> I was like, well, uh, you know, like, what, what do you mean? Yeah. But I didn't realize, like, other people don't say yanked. Well, not everyone even says y'all. Yeah, true. I, I do say all y'all, which yeah. is funny that I say that because why do, why do we say all y'all? Um, I, I don't need to encompass y'all. I'm, I'm saying y'all, which encompasses y'all in itself. This is very now confusing in my head. And so, but the way that she said it was yanked was, like, maybe a bigger group of people if I were call correctly mm-hmm. so there was y'all and then all y'all which was more and then yaint which was um yaint means a negative though right like, so for y'all me ain't. y'all ain't okay. so i'll say you ain't got no sense yes or you ain't funny <laughs> or i guess i just haven't heard you say it that's why i would ask so this is funny because i reserve my redneck <laughs> And I reserve my Southern for at home. And I'm very good about this. Same with like cursing like a sailor. Yeah. Y'all may hear it a little more often in the office or like in a comfortable setting. Yeah. But like I don't curse a lot out in public. But man, it flies free at home, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I same with like my redneck and my Southern accent comes out far more at home than in public because I want to sound different. Yeah, you must sound professional or yeah. Yeah. So but even yaint though to me, once she explained it in the reel, I was like, Oh yeah, it's like in the same category as y'all. I just haven't heard it. Mm -hmm. But to me it doesn't seem to me it doesn't seem redneck. Like it just seems like a southern saying. Well, because you know how your parents always said ain't ain't a word, so we ain't gonna say it. No. You never heard that expression? No, before? never. Really? Uh-uh. I would say ain't and my mom would say ain't ain't a word. Oh. Yeah. And so 
Yeah. You That's so funny. No. Did you uh-uh. use the word ain't growing up? My mom would say it, but she would always say it funny. Oh. She she would kind of put on a southern accent when she said it. Yeah, like which is probably rude to do, but um, <laughs> we're ignorant. We're probably no. She just she does that though. She's always done that. I, I don't know why she does that, but um, that was the only time. But I was aware of ain't, but I just had never heard of yaint. Yeah, you're just shortening y'all ain't. And now I might use it once in a while. You're gonna have to. Yeah. You're naming I feel, that kid Magnolia. You're gonna have to learn to use a lot Magnolia of Magnolia May. I know. I'm gonna have to like make her proud or something. Or to to be a parent to name your child that, I have to be confident in my new Southern ways. I'm getting there though. I feel like I'm getting there. I don't. I don't think I'd probably talk. I don't talk Southern. Like, I don't have an accent. and I, I don't, don't think I talk Southern either. I mean. <clears throat> no. But I'm okay with that. <laughs> well, you have an accent. I don't think I have an accent. You do? I don't think I have one. You have a sing-songy Southern accent. <laughs> <Not> really? <laughs> I, see, I don't think that, I, How I don't else would I, I know I'm talking to Leslie unless I hear, like, I hear your, like, what you're I just don't think I have an accent at all. And now I'm trying to talk without an accent. I know. I heard it. And you actually gave yourself more of I know. One. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I just don't think I have one. And so it's weird. You know. No, I feel like here. I sound like you because you don't have an accent at all. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I pro- yeah. I sound accentless. And I, I probably sound how you sound to yourself. Mm-hmm. Whereas me, when I hear myself talk, I'm like, there's this ditzy girl from California. That's how I think I sound. Like no. I have, yeah, I, I feel like I come across. No, I don't think. Very ditzy. Okay, so speaking of accents, have you, okay, so Wendy. Have we had Wendy on here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have? Yeah. It's been a minute. Oh, we did have her In on the here. earlier okay. episodes, yeah. yeah. So if anybody heard Wendy, Wendy has a very like. Southern draw. She does. Okay. Yeah. But have you ever heard her daughter? No. Her, so her name is JC Joe. JC Joe. And she has the same accent and draw as Wendy. And so to hear, like sometimes I'll be on the phone with Wendy and I'll hear JC in the background and she will just draw out her words at the cutest little voice. Oh my God. But gosh. it's, and you're just like, that child couldn't be more Southern if That's she tried. Adorable. It's adorable. Oh, JC Joe. JC Joe. No, I, I uh, when I saw her recently, I didn't get, I didn't, I don't think She's I really not spoke a big to talker. the daughter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Carson, a little bit, he, he started saying some, some words that definitely like have a Southern bend to them. And, but that kid also, He's he fits right in because he is slow as molasses in everything that that kid does. He takes his time. He will talk and take his time. And so he will probably have some sort of a little drawl um, as he, you know, gets older and hangs around. people. Yeah, he hangs around more kids. I've heard some of the kids, some of the little boys he's friends with. 
these kids have thick accents. Like sometimes you can't understand what they're saying. Oh no, I right. can't. Sometimes I can't understand what his teacher is saying. So <laughs> bless it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the welcome. school the school culture here is so different too. It's, what do you mean? It's um Everyone is a miss or a miss, like, like, miss, miss, uh, miss May or miss Nicole or I don't feel like we did that in California. I think it'd be like, oh, Mrs. Johnson. Oh, you're saying last name? Yeah. Okay. So same, like growing up as a kid and I went to school, I started out in Georgia, Northwest Georgia and it was Miss Bunch. Miss Sweeten. Like, you said their last name name Mm because that's what was proper. Yeah. But now they start out, and I don't don't know why they do this, but, like, at preschool where Carson's at, Mm -hmm. that's where Barrick went, and it was Miss Stormy or whatever. Yeah. Same. But now that Mabel is in – it was when she hit fourth grade – Um. They started using last names. And so, it, like, they kind of, like, oh. switched it on the kids. Weird. And so now they'll call them, like, Miss Creasy and Miss Gallup. Shout out. Um, so, oh. you know, it, the names are different as they – and I don't know why. I don't know if it's pronunciation. Like, last names are typically harder oh, for little Oh, I ones. guess that could be. Yeah. And for the younger kids, it sounds more friendly maybe. Yeah. But, yeah, when he was in preschool – Every single teacher, the principal, everyone, everything was first names. See, Miss Jackie, Miss Janet, Miss da 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 da. And so, what was interesting though is I started talking to these people, and then I, you know, you as the parent also refer to them that way, right? Right. So then, out in like everyday life, when Carson would meet another woman or another man. I started doing that out in the real world, referring to people by that Ms. So you didn't do that before, though? No, I never did. So all, no. like all of my clients, it's like, well, unless they're like around my age. But for instance, I have some now where I refer to them as Mr. and Mrs. and their first name. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always done that. And I don't know. Maybe that's just a Southern thing. Like, I think it is. You know, um I, I do it as an adult. I like it. I think it makes it very friendly and like not. I tr- I think it's more of like a respect thing. Yeah. Like I wouldn't just go up to, for instance, our old neighbor, Miss Jan. Mm-hmm. I can't just call her Jan. Like Miss Jan. I say Miss Jan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and if I called her Jan, she wouldn't be offended by it. Right. But that's not how I was raised. It's, yeah. it's Miss Jan. So we met one of our neighbors. Um, he came over to our house a few times. I can't just say, I just love our neighborhood because I've had, we've had the nicest neighbors. We've gotten to know a couple of them. And they. it's the first neighborhood where even though we don't all congregate because the houses aren't like, we're all on hills, you know? So you're yeah. not like, we've talked about that before. But um, they they all check on each other for the most part. And everyone has been very, very nice around us. And this one gentleman, he's got to be in his 80s, 
and he's still going though he he he's still kicking he's still kicking he mows his lawn more than anyone i've ever seen mow their lawn and he just has the most perfect manicured yard and he's he's just he's the big brick house he's the, the big corner. brick house mm-hmm. on the corner so he comes over anytime it seems like we're having trouble which i guess has been a few times because he's come over a few times he he comes can i help you da, da, da. he helped some delivery men bring stuff up the hill for us Aww. he came over when we had a weird intruder on the property. Um, he came over just to introduce himself and his name is Harmon and Harmon something. I don't even know his last name, but when I started talking to him and then when I started telling Matt and Carson, Oh, that's Mr. Harmon. That's Mr. Harmon. But I'm like, why am I saying Mr. Harmon? He has a last name. But it feels right to say Mr. Harmon. Mm-hmm. And so now that's how I refer to him. He never referred to himself that way. And when I run into him, I'm always like, hi, Mr. Harmon. And he he's totally fine. I feel like it's just like this weird respect thing. Like, obviously, I'm like going, hey, Miss Roxanne. Yeah. Right, because you're my age. Right. And even people who are like 10, 15 years older, I'm not. But like, there's something about elderly. Like, you have to just say Mr. or Mrs. Yeah. It just feels right. It's I don't cute. know. Yeah. It's cute. Um Yeah, okay. So, what is going on in Nashville? I made a cute little map of all the Christmas lights in Middle Tennessee oh and my where gosh. you can go see them. Um it's like I'll post it on the Nashville Darlings thing. It's not branded or anything, but just so y'all can see it. Um so all the fun Christmas stuff starts this weekend, and I'm so disappointed because I feel like um i'm missing it all like everybody chose this first weekend to do stuff mm-hmm. and so one of the really big things that's happening this weekend is sarah sells have you ever been to one of her no, no. lots of furniture lots of good stuff we're missing that i'm so disappointed um not that i need anything but like just to go but doesn't she do it every month i think so okay my sister-in-law went mm-hmm. one time. Um, so you have been before or you haven't been before? I have. Mm-hmm. You have, yeah. Yeah. So did did huh. you find that the deals were good? No. Oh, okay. But I like the stuff. Yeah, it's cute stuff. Yeah, it's very cute stuff. And then, and then we have the downtown Christmas parade here in Dixon. And that's always a good time. Mm-hmm. And the streets are always lined. The big Christmas light drive through in Lebanon started last weekend. Oh, did it? Thanksgiving weekend. Hmm. We had the pig show. Oh, that's right. And so we were going to drive through, but then my other two little ones like didn't want to come to the pig show, and I don't blame them. So we didn't get to do the drive through, but that looks like a ton of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So have you heard of, I don't think this is the Lebanon one, it's called London lights Mm-mm. Mm-mm. it's in nashville i think it's in nashville actually i've seen people post about it i guess they weren't um <clears throat> they weren't doing it in 2022 but they brought it back this year huh. um so look that one up i'll have to look it up too um but that one looks really cool and apparently like they're even doing like shuttles that will take you nice through london lights or 
Nice. I'm going to look that one up. I haven't heard of that one. Yeah. Um, And then, of course, there's the Nashville Parade. I think the Christmas Parade is coming. But usually we hear about the Grand Marshal and it's a big thing. And I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard anything. Heard anything which is bizarre. That's weird. Yeah. So, um, I know the Williamson County one is this weekend too. Yeah. It's like everybody chose, like we couldn't break this up, you know? Because um, you can't hit all of them in the same weekend. You can't hit all of them in the same weekend. No. And then there's all like, you know, there's a couple of markets this weekend that we're missing. So it's like. Oh. I know. There is still stuff going on though. There There's lots of stuff, stuff going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. all through the month of December. Mm-hmm. But are you still going to do that weekend where, like, you go to Gaylord and do ice and all that fun stuff? <sighs> I'm going back and forth. So they have – Barrick all of a sudden is, like, into Charlie Brown. And they have the Charlie Brown really? breakfast. Mm-hmm. I don't cute. know, like, where this came from. Okay. But he asked for a Charlie Brown blanket and a Charlie Brown candle for Christmas. Aww. The candle's not happening. Um, but the blanket, I got him a Charlie Brown blanket. Um, but they have a breakfast, but then they're not like dressed Christmassy, which is weird. Like, why wouldn't you put like a Christmas shirt or something on Charlie Brown or Mm -hmm. a hat or something? Just make it more Mm Christmassy. I thought about doing that. And then also what we used to have pre-COVID was, um, at the Opry, they would have different shows, like a reindeer show and, um, Gosh, I can't remember what the first one was that we went to, but they had all these different shows and there's no shows. It's like just the Oak Brothers and Brett Eldred. Eldridge was there last weekend. So it, they're like grown up shows and there's no like fun family like Christmas shows that they used to put on. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm a little disappointed because I thought, well, was well, a family instead of paying $600 a night times two because we need two hotel rooms and going to dinner and like just all of that like we'll just go to dinner and to a show something along those lines Mm -hmm. but there's no shows i didn't even know they did that yeah i know it's a bummer it is a bummer i would go to that i would yeah so i don't know what we're gonna do um but i would like to do like a a christmas weekend Mm -hmm. i just haven't decided yeah and i was kind of bummed too because you told me about the the home alone i didn't realize it was happening this weekend but it's only those three days Mm -hmm. and then i was checking their their calendar and they their christmas programming is really they don't have much going on at the symphony no which is weird like nashville has blown up how are we not having all of these shows yeah, I think New York has just, of course, I always wanted to do Christmas in New York. And so I always had this expectation and it far exceeded oh, yeah. what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm here for Christmas and I'm like, what are we doing? Yeah. You know? Yeah. What? Come on, Nashville. Like, what are we doing for Christmas? Yeah. There's really nothing that um, brings the kids and the parents together for a, a show that everyone will enjoy. I think we can only do ice so many times. Well, and ice, I mean, it's it's, it's just one day and it's just. It wasn't even one day. It was cold. like an hour. It was like an hour. We went through that for an hour and then throwing the snowballs was so expensive and the snow tubing was so expensive and it was just like. Once you've done it once, there's no reason to do it again. Yeah. So then for locals, it feels like there's not anything for us to do. No. So 
I don't know. We'll see. Maybe some things will pop up that we just haven't gotten word of yet. I don't know. The only other thing I can think of is like, which, but it's not for everyone. It's like going to see the Nutcracker at the ballet. Yeah, like I can't take Bear to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know what else. I mean, they're definitely airing more on the side of like adult stuff in terms of like all the pop up bars. Oh my gosh, all of the Christmas and you can bars. tell there's like a lot of thought and effort that goes so into a few those years things. ago we only had one we only had one just a few years ago and it was it was a christmas pop-up bar and um now we have 15 there's one on every corner yeah so well i think that like wraps up episode 20 yeah we made it we made we it. have some some cool guests for december yeah so we do we'll start um i think we'll start promoting uh, one of the guests that we have coming on in a couple weeks we'll start mm-hmm. promoting it next week um we're lining up some more people to bring on and we're yeah i'm just looking forward, I'm looking to-, forward to january <laughs> i know i i kind of need a reset yeah we're just kind of struggling to get to the end of December and then it'll be all different next year. Yeah. But we're having fun. We're having fun. Yeah. All right. Well, we will see you guys next week. So bye y'all. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode of the Nashville Darlings, please subscribe and find us on Instagram at the Nashville Darlings.